welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Trends. We've been on a short break, but now we're back with a bang. I'm Dawn, Content and Communications Lead of Line Global Investors. Thank you so much for being with us here today. In this series, we will be chatting with investment professionals and industry experts to discuss market insights and trending topics in a casual and lighthearted manner. This podcast also aims to provide investing tips and actionable ideas for beginners looking to dip their toes into the world of finance. As we enter the second half of 2022, it is timely to have our chief investment strategist, Limrin, here with us to give us a mid-year outlook and his investment views. Welcome to this episode, Yun. Thank you, Don. Great to be here again. So, Yun, you have recently published a piece titled Navigating a Challenging Environment. A challenging environment indeed we are in now, with rising inflation, central bank tightening, growing recession concerns, sharp rise in bond yields along equity drawdowns. A potent mix that has left investors with very few places to hide. So today on the podcast, I wanted to talk to you about some of the um, burning issues that seem to be top of mind of all investors now amid huge market volatility. That is a continued derating of equities. Uh, Where are we headed now? And if you see any opportunities in the current environment. Sure, Don. To give some background to our listeners, we held a bearish outlook at the beginning of the year. And I wrote a piece titled Road Bumps Ahead. Six months into 2022, we continue to have a bearish view for global equities for the second half of the year. And our latest piece was titled Navigating a Challenging Environment. Markets have indeed corrected globally for both equities and bonds. We are of the view that the sell-off in equities, especially in the US, is probably not over. So can you share with us uh, what's driving this sell-off that's obviously causing a lot of pain in the market right now? If we take a step back, global equities have done very well over the past two years from COVID stimulus rolled out at major economies. We now know that governments like in the US have left the COVID stimulus on for too long and together with the supply shock from the Ukraine war, inflation has spiked up to reach record levels in many countries. We have written in a piece earlier this year on why we expect current inflation to peak but to settle at a level much higher than pre-COVID levels. High inflation is very unpopular with the general population and surveys in the US, for example, suggest that inflation is one of the key reasons contributing to the low approval ratings of the Biden administration. So you can imagine, governments all over the world are highly motivated to do what it takes to control inflation. In the US, the Federal Reserve is now aggressively hiking interest rates to cool demand to lower inflation and this is increasing the odds of a recession in the US sometime next year. Likewise, central banks in many countries are also tightening. Of course, all these interest rate hikes and tightening is getting reflected in lower GDP growth expectations this year. We can see a significant revision lower in GDP forecast for this year across major markets. 
So has the correction in the stock prices, as you mentioned, are they already priced in uh, this lower economic growth? And do we think uh, that after the sell-off with these compressed valuations, more bearish positioning across all investors, is it now sufficient conditions to turn more bullish on equities? Unfortunately, we don't think so. If you look at the US equity market, the current correction is from a reduction in multiples meaning valuations are revised lower from the excessively high multiples in the past. Valuations of stocks globally are now more reasonable, with more regions trading at a slight discount to historical averages. That said, the risk is that earnings expectations are still too high and there's a real risk that earnings need to be revised lower in view of weaker economic growth, which I have explained earlier, and higher input costs from higher inflation we could continue to see stock prices grind lower as earnings get revised lower. Valuations could also decline further towards the lower end of historical ranges to reflect weaker earnings momentum. As such, we don't think that correction in some markets are over. Okay, I hear you. So um, we are cautious and we think uh, that equity valuations could face continued headwinds on the back of slowing growth, uh, sticky inflation, amongst many other factors that we have mentioned. So are there any bright spots uh, in this gloomy environment? Oh yes, we are actually quite positive on Chinese equities. Chinese equities have corrected since 2021 when China went into restructuring mode to rebalance the economy. This restructuring has led to a deleveraging in the Chinese property market and new regulations were introduced in the technology space. We have since seen sizable corrections to stock markets in those sectors. The Chinese equities market is further way down this year by slowing economic growth from widespread lockdown to control a spread in new COVID cases. We have written a piece earlier this year that the motivations of the restructurings are good in the longer term for the growth of the Chinese economy. The deleveraging in the property market is to prevent a bubble from forming and the regulations for the technology space is to promote fairer competition, which would be good for the smaller companies. The Chinese have also clearly communicated their agenda to maintain economic stability in 2022, which translates to an economic growth target of 5.5%. So far, economic growth is slow and unemployment rate is rising to high levels on the back of zero-COVID policies. We would expect the Chinese authorities to quickly roll out economic support policies and ease some of the lockdowns if they were serious about hitting their economic growth targets this year. On that front, we are already seeing some loosening measures like lending rate cuts, And as recent as end of May, details of 33 comprehensive support policies. We also expect China to make some form of announcements that they are done with introducing more regulations for the technology companies. As the important regulations have already been passed, China is therefore unique in the sense that it is one of the rare major economies that is on a loosening cycle compared to tightening in the US, Europe, and many parts of Asia. And we see this policy supports as positive for Chinese equity prices. 
It's a good call indeed. Uh, we've seen a dramatic reversal of fortunes in China of late uh, since its massive underperformance in the first half of this year. I think it reached its trough on 15th of March this year. And since then, it's rallied about 25%. Uh, the very beaten down Chinese internet sector has been leading the charge in this recovery. So how do we feel about this sector in particular? We see that the risk-reward has been very favourable for the Chinese internet sector. The sector has corrected for more than a year as it faced regulatory tightening, ADR delisting risks, derating of growth sectors, and economic slowdown of the Chinese economy. The decline in share prices have priced in very bearish scenarios, and we think that we could see this sector rebound when it is clear to investors that regulatory risks have peaked and that when the economic growth stabilizes with the economic support policies that we explained earlier. We are starting to see signs of peak regulatory risk as suggested by the comments from Vice Premier Liu He on 16th of March on the platform economies. In any case, we believe the important regulations have already been passed and there should be lesser needs to continue introducing more regulations. The fundamentals for some of the stocks are also positive with some of the companies having strong balance sheets and increasing shareholders' returns. Of course, we could still see volatility elevated in the sector, but we are positive on this sector in the longer term. Okay, thank you. This is all very interesting. So now let's take a step back and relook at the entire uh, investment climate. Clearly, as we mentioned, there's been a lot of volatility. There's been a lot of changes in markets this year. Uh, the tech-heavy Nasdaq has been performing very poorly. Uh, we have seen growth stocks taking a huge beating and value strategies have actually been outperforming. So um, are the equity markets now in a, in a paradigm shift and where are we headed from here? Glad you asked, Don. We think it is too early now to say that we have a paradigm shift in the investment environment. But at least for the next couple of years, we think there are a couple of things that have, are happening. One, inflation is going to remain higher for longer. Two, central banks are likely to continue to tighten. And three, there is now a real risk of stagflation or even recession globally next year. In this environment, we do expect commodities and commodities-related equities to do well. Value stocks have outperformed growth stocks this year which could continue as interest rates are rising. And we also encourage investors to focus on quality stocks with stable earnings and high dividends with increasing risk of a recession sometime next year. Okay, great. Thanks so much. Uh, these are very high-level macro insights. So let's break it down a bit further. Uh, what does it mean on specific markets? Okay, we are generally bearish on markets with hawkish central banks like the US and Europe for the second half of this year. Our view is that the correction takes longer to reflect weaker earnings with slower economic growth. We are, however, positive on Chinese equities as we have explained earlier on reopening and policy supports later this year. We think energy and food inflation would likely remain high for the remaining of this year. Certain commodity exporting equities market like Indonesia and Australia have already done well and we could see further upside on potential earnings upgrade this year. We are also positive on the Singapore equities market on the reopening theme and for having a greater proportion of value stocks. 
and we are positive on Japan equities as exporters there benefit from historically weak Japanese yen. Do you know that Japanese yen is now at 20-year low? Imagine how competitive Japan is. Investors have been focused very much on the US equities markets in the recent years. Unfortunately, the US equities market faces strong headwinds from tighter monetary policies and recessionary fears in 2023. Meanwhile, investors would find better opportunities in the Asian equities market, like Chinese equities. Thanks, Rin, so much uh, for the very succinct and uh, insightful updates. So China, Japan and Singapore are the markets to watch. So here we are at the end of our podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, please follow us on our channel on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. And please take a moment to rate and review. Thank you so much and I'll catch you next week. Disclaimer. This advertisement has not been reviewed by the Monetary Authority of Singapore. It is for information only and is not a recommendation, offer or solicitation. Information is subject to change without notice and is not to be relied on as advice. Investments are not guaranteed and are subject to investment risk. For more information, please visit www.lionglobalinvestors.com.